In this episode, we'll be bringing the podcast back for season two. We'll be having a catch up, talking about our goals of the year, both personal and for the podcast. My move to Ireland and what 2023 holds for us all. Welcome to the Into the Unknown podcast, the show that dives into all things fitness, politics, mindset, current affairs, sports, and everything in between. With a generous sprinkling of humour, at least on my part, and pop culture, I'm Connor Campbell. And I'm Yushan Sue. So without further ado, plug in, sit back, and enjoy being taken into the unknown. Welcome back to Into the Unknown. It is 2023, season two of the um, podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed our new and improved intros because we worked very, very hard on these. <laughs> the only structured thing that we have in this podcast, and it took us about 56 takes. All right, maybe 57, but who's counting? <laughs> anyway, Yushan, First thing I want to get into is really the biggest thing that happened in December, apart from Argentina winning the World Cup, was you moved countries to Ireland. You think you think that was bigger than Argentina winning the World Cup? Yeah, I don't really care about football. Sorry for our football fans, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm just... I mean, don't get me wrong, it was <laughs> a great probably game. most people. I mean, who doesn't yeah. watch football? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. No, that was an amazing game. I actually watched that game. I'm not I'm not a massive football fan or follower, but I did watch that game and that save like unreal. Yeah. Uh, I I honestly it, I don't watch football, but to say that a football game had me on the edge of my seat, I would not be lying. It was honestly a fantastic, yeah. and it was so balanced. Like the game was so balanced. It was never, oh, France is definitely going to win this. Well, as at one point it was. No, it was, it was you know. basically everything you wanted to see in a World Cup final. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was amazing. Um, but enough talk about football because I, <laughs> I, <laughs> that's old news. I want to talk about you moving to Ireland. First of all, what made you decide to do that? I know this has been, uh, you know, in the works for quite some time. And how have you found it transitioning yeah, yeah. from, you know, being in a, in a stables in the UK uh, and the environment you used to, to basically just uprooting your whole life before mm. Christmas. And, and 2023 is the expression new year, new me, which I don't particularly like, but, you know, you literally have um, embodied new that. New me, bro. Yeah. New year, new me. I don't know if that's for the better or for the worse, but it's definitely new me. Um, so yeah, happy new year to everyone. I am now calling in from Ireland, Northern Ireland. Um, like Connor said, at a new base with a new team, new beginnings. And yeah, so this, like you say, it's been in the works for a while. I don't think I've ever mentioned it here on the podcast, like on this platform, but I, um, had been given this amazing opportunity basically to move here to Ireland to come train with Stephen and Trevor Smith, both of whom are, you know, they've been top, top riders for Ireland, like been to the Olympics, World Games, plenty of Nations Cups. Um, and, you know, we have now a team of riders here and 
basically been given the opportunity for me to bring my horses and myself here to train and work and yeah and and develop and improve myself which i've been here for three weeks and that's already been happening so so far so good it's definitely been tough like a big learning curve i would say you know very different from what i've been used to in terms of like intensity like much more hours and a lot more riding which is exactly what i signed up for um yeah the training style is a little bit different but i'm learning so much like literally learning every day and just trying to soak it all in you know it's it's been yeah it's been it's been hard work and I, i'm sure it'll continue to be hard work but that's that's all we're here for man and i'm sure that it will it will pan out good and, and make me a better rider in the long run so absolutely um it's always a difficult always a difficult transition going from somewhere that you feel comfortable being uh but then i guess when you finally are in that environment where it fosters improvement uh it, it it's it's not a comfortable place to be uh at least for yeah. for the uh for the short term right acutely it's not a comfortable place to be and um but ultimately you know if you want to improve you have to be able to do the things that one other people aren't doing and can't do uh and also to be in an environment where people are better than you um yeah I, like, no, yeah for sure like it definitely feels like the next level here you know um in terms of the training and in terms of you know the the intensity and the specificity of the training and how much effort and work we put into it and i'm like I say i'm surrounded by people who i'm surrounded by good riders like really good right now that's not to say that i wasn't before by the way for, for um for yeah tom if you're listening <laughs> um but yeah no i'm surrounded by a lot of good riders and all of these things like it pushes me like it it does put a bit of pressure on me you know i feel like i need to be better i need to get better which i do um so it's trying to sort of manage that and and work with that rather than against it and let it hinder me do you know what i mean yeah, um, yeah. which will be something that i try to figure out and manage but honestly like loving it man that's awesome and i'm happy to hear it because i know it's always difficult well i mean we've been friends for a number of years and when you first told me i was a long, kind of long time it's been a long time um i was really excited when you when you first told me uh you know it's it's a big opportunity it's the same when when i first told you that we'd be moving out here and of course it's scary uprooting your life and but ultimately at some point you know you have to you have to not necessarily move on but you have to try and see if things will work out if they don't work out then it's not the end of the world but i i always hate living in regret regret of like yeah. i wonder yeah. what if um you know there's obviously some things that you can't do uh for whatever reason but if you have the opportunity and you've really thought it through and your friends and your family have said mm you know, this is a good idea or this isn't a good idea. Have you thought about this? But, you know, I'm super proud of you to uh, take the leap and and honestly put yourself in that comfort zone, out of that comfort zone to 
to to be where you are. And let's hope that it's you, it's fr- a fruitful year, really, right? Of, well, I'm sure it will season. be. And, you know, I I remember you saying as well, like improvement and development isn't like they they don't come from a place of of comfort. You know, you have to get a little bit uncomfortable to get better, which I think 100% is true. And, you know, I think it's a position I'm in now, but, and just trying to, you know, like trying to embrace that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, we, we've not, we've not done one of these in a while. Uh, (laughs) It has been a month. It's been a whole month. By the way, it's funny, like we met, obviously, like you say, we've been, friends for a while now we met in london and now neither of us live in england and we're still making this work we're still doing these podcasts and meeting on zoom and uh yeah how has your last month been man it's been good um it's it's always an interesting period around the christmas time because for a lot of people especially that are involved in the fitness space obviously a lot of their um focus is on continuing to improve uh, and for a lot of people who who aren't in the fitness space, who are just starting out, um, if you are listening to this podcast, keep fucking going, because I can guarantee you that in 12 months time, you're going to be so proud of the progress and the effort that you put in over those 12 months. So if you are starting out in the gym, um, 100%. congratulations like it's a very rewarding and long journey i wouldn't say that it's an easy journey but it's definitely rewarding um, and it's certainly not an easy journey to make by yourself so if you're doing it by yourself then even more commendable and if you are used to the gym i.e our listeners are listening to the gym and you see a newbie in the gym just be nice to them i know that it's frustrating when there's a load of new people in the gym but just realize that when you first started, you were that you were that exact same person. So just oh, go and be man. nice. I actually, I really hate it when people bitch and moan about yeah, like the I New do. Year's resolution. It's like everyone's just trying to get in and get better. So pack yeah. it in. But we, we take it for granted. We, we really yeah. take it for granted that we know how to do these things, right? Whereas we might have new new year's resolution is that are in a job that if we turned up to the job on day one and they were like, fuck's sake, this person doesn't know a single thing about what they're doing. You know, like you have to understand they are way out of their comfort zone. They are way out of their depth. They've never stepped foot in a gym before and they've taken the leap to go. I'm, this is the year. This is the year where I get fit. This is the year where I try and yeah. and and improve my life, improve my lifestyle. And I think that's a very, very big step to take. Um, you know, so hundred percent. Uh, which I guess leads us on to the next question was personal goals. Um, and also for nice. the podcast. That was right? a good segue. I like. Thank that. you, sir. Listen, it, oh, <laughs> this is not my first radio. <laughs> It's <laughs> like you do this, do this for a living. Uh, if 35 episodes have taught me something, it's how to transition, well, somewhat smoothly into different topics <laughs> so that we don't end up waffling about the same one. But um, let's go with podcast goals first. So for me, last year, the goal was get to a thousand downloads, right? Which means that basically a thousand people have listened to our podcast for over 30 minutes per episode, <clears throat> um, which is yeah. 
huge like that's i mean i know that if our episode is an hour and a half long which some of them are it's not that long but still to have a thousand <laughs> but people... still to sit down and listen to 30 minutes of us waffling and also okay okay like 30 minutes of us talking but also we had some amazing guests which definitely helped absolutely yeah but it turns out that goal for us last year for the podcast hitting a thousand was just piss easy we aimed way too low <laughs> yeah we did um it's nice to be conservative but we definitely did we were slightly more conservative than we than we had anticipated um but you know it's uh it, it's it was a good year uh where well by the time this podcast goes up on friday we will have been doing this for a year so literally a year to the date that this podcast goes up the Happy 14th anniversary, yeah exactly that's it so this is our first into the unknown anniversary um so 14th of january we'll be on roughly 1300 plays which is great for our first year um, and we want to obviously thank everyone for for listening but now we're into 2023 we have bigger goals bigger sites um here we go what are some of the things that that we want to kind of do with or achieve with this podcast or keep going i guess good question i mean i think I think for us, at least for me, and I, I think you would agree with this as well. The goal has always been uh, the the goal sort of for this podcast and the direction we always wanted to take it was, you know, one for us to explore certain topics, you know, within sports, within fitness, but also a lot of the issues around it being like social issues, political issues. Um, even things like you know psychology nutrition yeah. diet blah blah um just a big range of different topics and issues that we just love talking about and we yeah. want to explore and give that a platform and give that to people and give that to people who want to listen and and, and be a part of that conversation and yeah. open up that discourse and discussions and conversations to our listeners and, and to the people who want to get involved with talk about those things and listen to us try to unpack some of these things and then share their opinions and then hopefully bring the conversation forward in other spaces which i think is what we've been doing and along the way and something that i think we've been really really blessed to have is some amazing guests come onto the podcast um with their stories with their experiences with their achievements you know and to share some of their insights in in their walks of life and, and their sort of past and previous experiences and, and what they've been through and how that's affected their lives and how that shaped them and, and gotten them to where they are and then so also giving other people the opportunity and the platform to share those stories but then from a kind of selfish perspective like give us the opportunity to actually listen to and learn from these amazing people who know a lot more than we do and a lot more accomplished than we are and have given up their time to for some reason talk to us which has been pretty amazing so for me like it's yeah. just to keep keep doing that man to be honest yeah we're looking to try and elevate the uh the quality we have already quite a few guests in mind lined up um first of which our guest pod first guest podcast will be 
be next week. It won't be coming out till the week after, but we are very excited about the the first guest that we have on coming on. Um, and are you giving yeah, them, you giving them like a, a teaser of who's coming or not? No, I'm not going to give them a teaser. I no, think it'd no, be no. nice to just. Uh, but yeah, hopefully you guys will will like it. And we, like you, Shad said, I think for me the goal is to stretch our horizons into different um, areas of fitness, uh, and also just different types of discussions. Obviously, as you just alluded to, a lot of the topics that we discussed were about racial equality, uh, social equality. Um, you know, the power of sport and so on and so forth. And we kind of want to keep keep along the same lines, but we also want to be able to broaden our horizons and talk about different things and with different people still intertwined with sport, obviously, because that's, you know, the only thing that we have a clue about. Uh, well, I mean, Fucking we have a clue about a, a few other things, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're super excited um, about that. And um, let's go to personal goals. Do you have any... I'm, I used to be a big New Year's resolutioner. I remember right? I, that. I remember yeah, that. But I'm not really too much of a of a resolutioner anymore. I'm more of just a, right, these are some of the goals that I would like to achieve this year. Um, And yeah, and if I do or I don't, then it's not the end of the world. But it's just nice to have some kind of guidance of like what I'm kind of trying to achieve this year is usually how I go about it. Um, yeah, so I mean, let's hear it. Interestingly, I started this back in 20. What's the year now? 2023, flipping neck. It's literally just turned 2023, and I can't even remember the year. 2021, <laughs> um, I actually switched from kind of numbers based uh, goals, uh, especially for the start of the year, to more kind of qualitative things. So, for example, 2021, I set myself the goal of literally read more which might seem really stupid um but in 2021 i read about maybe 20 books which is quite a lot you know it's not significant mm. if if you are a reader but it helped a lot because in 2020 i read five books um last year the goal was to read again read read more and and read more in, in terms of like complex topics and and so on and so forth and it was a similar thing you know i read a bit more than 20 books this year is, is the same thing. And I think it's funny that setting that goal back in 2021 has had such a profound impact into the conversations that I have with people. Um, the conversations you and I have on this podcast has sometimes come as a result of reading certain type of book or whatever mm. it might be. So I'm carrying along that trend. I've already finished two books already and it's what the 11th of January, uh, which is great. I've just started what a new, uh, so two fiction books. I don't really like reading nonfiction um, or like self-help books around Christmas because I just don't really tend to digest information that well. I've noticed this about like my mind and my body is that in December and early January, I I keep, I'm just trying to fight against my body and it, all it wants to do is just relax. Mm. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to give it what it wants I'm going to read some super easy books. So I've read The Circle, which is about a social media company. Um, it's really, really good if um, if you guys are interested. It's written by a guy called Dave Eggers or Edgers. Uh, it's basically, essentially, the company set up a social media where everything is linked. Uh, their bank accounts, 
social media, all their texts, all their footage, mm. like um, all of their like files and stuff. And then they kind of expand to have like CCTV. Basically, it gets to the point where you can't ever escape from people monitoring you 24, 24 hours a day. Uh, and it's really interesting. Like, it's honestly, it's quite a long book um, because there's no paragraphs. It's just one long continuous story, which I think oh, follows yeah. the trend of like this constant need for information of where people are all the time. And I think that's how the book is written. Uh, and the second one I've just read about uh, lighthouse keepers, which sounds really boring. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. It was. It's, this it's guy just sat in a lighthouse the whole time. Well, it's, so it's a fiction book, and basically, it's like a mystery thriller. Uh, I quite, I quite, uh, I quite like sci-fi. If I'm not reading kind of self-help books and stuff, I quite like two um, distinct topics: either crime and thrillers, like your typical kind of who done it sort of book mm. uh and sci-fi i love sci-fi um so if anyone wants to buy me a book then uh there you go but i've just started a new book by phil jackson it's called 11 rings the nba coach who coached michael jordan uh, and the chicago bulls and won six rings six nba championship rings with the chicago bulls and then he went to the LA Lakers and he won five NBA championship rings. Now I'm not a massive basketball fan, but I've read like 10 pages and I already, I love it. I can't wait to to read, read the book. So once I've read it, uh, I'll let you know what it's like. Um, I can't I mean, promise. Phil I'll be Jackson finished. is a legend. Yeah, he is a legend. And just the way that he talks about things, you know, the first thing he's like, hmm. when I got into coaching, a lot of coaches get into coaching to win medals or to earn a lot of money. I just love seeing the development of a team and young men growing up to realize what they could do. That's literally yeah. what he starts with in the book. Uh, and it's kind of, it's really not really cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's what, that's what I'm reading at the minute. And then I have a few, few other personal goals, but uh, you know, um, obviously getting married this year, which is a big one. I mean, I'm already technically married, but <laughs> yeah. So the wedding's this year, man. The wedding is this year. It. Uh, it's going to be big. Um, but yeah. Anyway, enough about me. What about you? Well, before I get to that, I just wanted to. I, I'll um, I'll take that book off you, the one by Phil Jackson, after yes. you're done with it, because and also it just reminded me as well of um this Netflix series I watched not too long ago. It's like a documentary series. It's called The Playbook. I don't know if you've seen it. The Playbook. Um, no, I haven't. But it's, I think, five or six episodes, each one about a different coach and their uh -huh. kind of rules. Um, yeah, like I'd say kind of their rules or their, their approaches to, to coaching and then to life and how they, how they sort of apply that to, to everything in life and, and, you know, what they do outside of the sports. And, yeah. Because the first episode I remember was with Doc Rivers. Um, you know, another another legend in in NBA, another yeah. legendary coach, and then they also had you know Jose Mourinho, um, oh, and Dan nice. Staley and things like that. So it's a no, you should definitely watch that playbook. Um, and it's on Netflix. Oh, I've just found it. It's on Netflix. I love it. Anyway, my goals, um, 
<laughs> to be honest, this is this is probably the first year that I've not really really made a point or intentionally thought about what my goals are for the year. Do you know what I mean? Or or set like set out resolutions or whatever. Um and I think it's and not intentionally, I think just because it's been such a hectic couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, like moving country, like moving to a new place and a lot of change. And I'm just trying to sort of acclimatize with everything. And also just been extremely, extremely busy. So I've not really had the chance to sort of sit down and think about, oh, what do I want to achieve this year? Or what do I want to do this year in 2023? But though I will say on New Year's Eve, on our night out, I in Belfast, I literally walked around. For, for a while, I walked around just asking people like what, you know, like when we're out in a club or a bar, I like go to the smoking area and like walk around asking people what their New Year's resolutions are. It was quite interesting, actually. Yeah, you, I, you can start to like look at someone and guess what their resolutions were going to be. Like I could look at someone and be like, oh, she wants to travel more. <laughs> she looks like someone who wants to travel more, or eat healthier. But, but anyway. That sounds like a really good uh, podcast. <laughs> Just... Yeah, I, I thought you could. I, I, you know, I think I, I got a few of them right. You know, I like walked up to people like, who's your New Year's resolution yeah. to read more books? That's always a safe one because that's quite a popular one, actually. It is, um, yeah. You can never read too many books. Um, my one is definitely one of them is to read more. I think I, I've been slack on that. Like you read a lot more than I do these days. I think, um, I think last mm. year I read probably I've not counted pro- properly, but I think just over 10, which is, you know, less, probably less than half of what you read. But anyway, I, I think it it's, I, and I love reading. Like I've always loved reading since a kid. And I've just not set time aside to do it anymore, which is something that I want to definitely get back into. And then in terms of my riding and my competing, you know, it's a it's a big year for us. It it is a very big year for us because one, it's an Asian Games year. And that's always a championship that we aim to do well in. You know, we we aim to medal in and aim to get good results from so you know that's going to be a big one for us come september so a lot to be honest a lot of this season and and leading up to that will be in preparation for the asian games and making sure that we get the best build up and then the best result that we can while we're out there in china and then it is also a olympic team qualifier year for us um for our for our zone um which is of asia and australasia which will be in may and just coincidentally they set the qualifier competition to mill street in ireland um which works out pretty good to be honest very good um so you know all things happen for a reason in that but that for me personally is a big goal you know, to get a team there or well get myself there. I've got little to no control over the rest of the team and whether or not they're there or not. But ideally I would love I would honestly love to have a team there. And it's gonna be really tough and, and a big ask, but you know, give it our best 
our best shot at qualifying a team for the Olympics. And if we do qualify a team for the Olympics, that would already be a dream come true for me. Yeah, um, that would be amazing. Generally speaking, just Olympic qualification, whether team or, or individual, for me is kind of what I'm looking to do this year and what I'm striving towards. But again, it's it's sports, it's roulette. We're in a casino, like there's no point yeah. um, speculating too much or making too much of a plan <laughs> because, you know, these things always just have a way of working themselves out. And, you know, we just, at the end of the day, we just train and compete and do the best we can. And the results will be the results, you know, is yeah. kind of what I think is, is the most productive and, and accurate approach. So, yeah, and, and outside of sports, you know, I, I kind of go back to this every year. Um, I do struggle with it still, and I think a lot of people do. I, I'm definitely not alone. I'm in good company. Um, and I think for sure people who are in industries that, I guess, require a lot of work, you know, a lot of time and effort, like sports, you know, um, where you have to dedicate a lot of time, you know, a disproportionate amount of time and effort into it. Uh, we end up, I don't want to use the word sacrifice because it's not, there is still time if you make time, I think. And, and I think just we don't put as much effort maybe into, you know, the other things we want to do in life, our interests outside of sports, our interests outside of our jobs. Um, whether that's our relationships or, or, you know, the friends around us and, and keeping in touch with people and things like that and with our family or like other hobbies that we have outside. And <laughs> during New Year's, on New Year's Day, actually, I watched Karate Kid. I just really wanted to watch Karate Kid. And, you know, you know, the scene when, when Mr. Miyagi says to Daniel that, uh, the the lesson about balance isn't just about karate; it's about everything in life. Yeah, that hit that hit hard, man. Yeah, yeah, that hit me deep in my soul. I was like, balance isn't just for horse riding; <laughs> it's for life. <laughs> and so profound. So uh, you know, twenty twenty three might be the year I finally find balance, but who knows? I'm gonna try anyway. You know, I'm gonna try to you know, make more of an effort to, to make it a point to keep in touch with my friends, keep in touch with my family, to do things outside of the sport and outside of horses, you know, whether that's just simple things like, you know, making sure that I go out for a meal, making sure that I go see the gigs that I want to see, you know? Um, and like we talk about, like reading and watching movies, making sure I go watch Avatar 2, um, things like that, that, I quite often end up putting aside or not making an effort to do because I'm so kind of focused the tunnel vision on on riding and, and, and on training and competing and that sort of thing. So yeah. That's uh that's I I love that it's gonna be a good year for you, I think, if um you know, this is what I get excited about when people start telling me their goals and stuff and it's not just related to oh, I wanna do x y and z like snatch 100 100 kilos or so on and so forth which again is a great goal but i think the the difficult thing with that and obviously we are experienced enough now to know that what do you do after you've achieved that 
you know, mm. I think for a lot of us, our goals are less quantitative based because we realize that, okay, well, we've got to that goal, but like what happens after that? It's fine to have those goals, but it needs to be a broader overarching thing. I, if you want to snatch a hundred kilos, you need to identify what do you need to do to get there? Like I want to qualify for the Olympics. That's a very big goal. Now work backwards what do you need to do to yourself individually in the sport, outside of the sport? Who do you need to have around you? What steps do you need to take to make sure that that happens? Or at least you don't leave anything, you know, um, on the table uh, to, to make that happen. Um, I lo- I lo- yeah. That, yeah, when you definitely. talk about that, it made me excited because I love a couple of years ago, we've spoken about this before. I, used to be really I, I used to find it really difficult to be empathetic and I always have been I don't know why it's one of the only emotions that I really struggled to to have was empathy and I don't know whether it's because I think that you makes know, you a sociopath technically I know <laughs> I know now it now it's really different right it's really different and and I'll tell you why because I think the reason why I lacked empathy was because I didn't have the right people around me And the people Mm. that I have now, friends and family, every time that they have success, I feel, you know, I feel their success as well, because even though it's not my success, I know that their success is going to help make me better as a result, right? Because you, as I've spoken about this before, you're the sum of the five closest people that you have around you. And if those five people around you are also successful, more often than not, you're going to be successful as well. And I'm not talking, we've Mm. spoken about this topic before that success is not just about money or fame or whatever it is. It takes many forms, but yeah, I love that. And going back to the Mr. Miyagi quote, because I am a big fan of Kung Fu as well. um, Something that really springs to mind. Can you just take, can can I just, (laughs) karate is not Kung Fu. No, I know, but I'm just relating the two. <laughs> <laughs> Silly white I thought boy. you were going to do a really big blunder. Yeah, because, you know, the one with Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. it was a shit film. Oh, it was. Why was it even called Karate Kid? Like, anyway, it's, it's not it wasn't karate. karate. No, it wasn't. It wasn't true to the film. No. Anyway, continue. But yeah, so on that topic completely different sport (laughs) let's not get that uh convoluted i uh, am a massive fan of bruce lee i think i'm I'm pretty sure that i've already spoken about this on the podcast but yeah one of i remember there was an interview with him and uh he he spoke about basically this idea of being uh being like water um so like water my friend yeah be water my friend um and it always struck me as like what does that even mean but going back to what you were saying, you know, for you, it's about making sure that you're not trapped in a certain mindset or a certain situation and being able to adapt to those situations and grow and change. Um, so essentially, that's you being like water mm. is that you are adaptable and you're adapting to the qualities of water. You fill the cup, you become the cup, you fill the teapot, you be the teapot. And like, I love this. It's just, I, I just love this. Honestly, I just love it. I, I, I'm not I, even. I'm not even lying. Like I'm not. I'm not fronting right now. Like, 
this morning I was watching a documentary about Bruce Lee. <laughs> about the history of Bruce Lee. I just love Bruce Lee. He's just so such a hero. He's so uh mate, have you seen Kung Fu Panda? It's the same. It's the same as Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Honestly, there's so many profound things in that cartoon. I'm just sat Kung there Fu now, Panda. ten years later, like, what the fuck? Where um I can't remember the the turtle's name. It's not Shifu. I can't remember what his name is. No, that's the that's the mouse. Yeah, the little mouse thing. Where he says like the past is gone or something like that, and the present is a gift. That's why it's called a present. And I'm just like, Daff. oh wow. wow. <laughs> um. Anyway, but yeah. So back to the point of uh, goals and so on and so forth. Um. Before before we round things off, what do you think is the single hardest thing? For people to stick to those goals like why do people not succeed in their goals um like what what i i don't know what it is i'm mm. i mean i used to set for me i i would always say that i would set my expectations too high but i know a lot yeah. of people would say well actually if you set your expectations too high or the saying shoot for the moon and you'll fall among the stars i that's kind yeah, of cringe yeah. but you know, it does make sense. And I think a lot of people work like that. But for me, I've always been a case of re that reverse engineering is set a goal, work back towards it. Is it achievable? Yes. Get to work. Mm. Um, but I think the, the, the single biggest thing is that when people set out for these goals, they don't do it from a personal of why am I doing this? They set a goal. I want to read more books. Right. Okay, that's great. It's great that you want to read more, but why? Like, what's mm. what are you going to achieve by reading more? What's that going to lead to? I think that's the single most crucial puzzle that a lot of people miss is that there's no emotion. There's no kind of craving or, or reward to, you know, being able to achieve and, and being able to envision themselves achieve that goal. There's no emotion to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what you think. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's um, I think that's definitely a big part of it, actually. You know, people who maybe think that they should do something, but but they don't believe it enough, you know, and and so it doesn't affect them. I would say enough in a way that really drives them. Um, and so that's just just thinking that they should do something, maybe because they've seen other people do it, or they they think that they should eat healthier because they know it's good for their health but they don't believe it enough to you know cut down the amount of mcdonald's they get every day um but i think another part of it and i think it's really interesting as well when you bring up the thing about goal setting and setting high goals and things like that because i used to be very much that way i used to set like really big goals and being like i'm just gonna give everything I got to this goal and then if I fall short then at least I've achieved something um and until it was I, th I think sometime last year when I, I think I had some goals in terms of like competitions and things like that and it just wasn't going well and I was feeling quite sort of down and unmotivated and, and I was and it was a lot of doubt as well you know like maybe i'm not good enough for this like i'm not achieving what i want to achieve and then actually you said to me like 
you're, you know, set goals that you know you can achieve and then just take them off. And you do more and more of that and then you'll be where you want to be. And so I started doing that. Like I set goals with my training. I set goals with, okay, like this week I want to get better at, you know, be more accurate with this line, for example, or something like that. Um, just little things in training. And then when I go to competitions, like I want to get no more than this amount of time faults, you know, like not necessarily a big goal, like a placing at a big international competition all the time. And then, then lo and behold, like the rest of the season went amazing. So thanks for that, Con. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, think... yeah, that's something that I've, that I've learned is it, I say this a lot to people is, it's not that you're like, it's not that I don't want you to think you're good enough because you are, but if you set your expectations so high that you don't ever achieve that goal, that's, you need to have a reward. You need to be able to feel like you're actually working towards that goal. Um, yeah. So I, I, I didn't even, I even forgot that I told you that, but it makes me sound super, well, super. It was such a like a natural thing to you because that's what you do, but it helped me yeah. a lot, and it does make you sound a bit like Mister Miyagi. But <laughs> I wouldn't give you that much credit. No, um, no, I was gonna say don't. Unless that means I'm Daniel Larusso, in which case, like, I'll I'll take that. Oh, we could but, run uh, with that. We could run with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. But yeah. Spending... Anyway, I think another another sorry another thing. Yeah. I think that hinders maybe hinders people definitely has hindered me from achieving goals or you know new year's resolutions or whatever that may be whatever you want to call it is just reality like yeah life gets in the way you know i think maybe when you set out with these goals you're feeling super super motivated you know you have you're coming off the back of a holiday you know you've not gotten back into the swing of like full-time work or, or getting back into you know everything that you would normally do day in day out because you're still kind of in holiday mode you're, you're you've got this newfound motivation going into the new year to be achieving this this that and the other and then then slowly but surely like life creeps back in you know you've got bills to pay you've got work to go to you've got uh, you know all these things that and you end up, you don't, you haven't developed enough of a routine or a habit of doing the things that you wanted to do before that happened. Um, and that's, I think that's why a lot of people stop. And, um, you know, I'll say it myself, like I, I, I realize how difficult it is to get back into something when you've been out of the habit, you know, and I think, like for me with horses and for riding, like it's just such an integral part of my life now that if it's not there, then I struggle, you know, like, um, and things like, you know, talking to you, if it's not there, like it's become such a big part of, of my life and my, my routine that if it's not there, then I struggle. It's not like I struggle to get there. Do you know what I mean? Um, whereas, you know, like, when I was back home for a month, I didn't really go to the gym. Um, and then over Christmas and stuff and over like while we're moving and stuff, it's, I, I didn't really have much time to go to the gym and train that many times over the last 
I don't know, three months or two months. So actually I've fallen out of that habit and that routine that it's become a little bit of a struggle to get back into that routine. Um, and I think that's where the difference is. Yeah, and I think the difference as well is um, the way that we, we operate now, you know, it's not a case of like, well, you know, there's ebbs and flows. Um, there's going to come a time where you say, like, things get hard and life gets in the way. And I think you put that perfectly, um, which is so true. Thank and you. that's why it's important to have the people around you, friends or a coach or family who can steer you right. Um, because you can't do it alone. Or you probably can, but it will make it a lot harder. Um, and also realize the reason that I say that it's important to have an emotional attachment to these goals is because when it's hard, you're not going to want to do it. But mm. if you're emotionally attached to this goal and you know what it's going to, what the outcome will provide you, whether it's internally or externally, that's, that's for you. That's not for anyone else. And no offense, but no one else gives a fuck about your goals. Like, yeah. and I don't mean that in a rude way, but your goals are your own and that's important to you. So if all you do is say, well, I want to have this goal because I know that, I don't know, my wife will like me more. That's fine. But what's also really important is that you have decided to do that and you need to figure out whether that is going to help you achieve that. Um, yeah. because you're yeah. then placing your goal and your happiness and your success on something that you cannot control. You can't, the only thing you can control is you, um, mm. you know, so yeah, it's, I know that's kind of a bleak way of looking at it, but it's, it's important that you have that internal conf, that internal di di dialect with yourself, that the goal is, is for you and, and it's, what you want to achieve and how it will make you feel. Uh, again, share your goals with friends because when I say they don't give a shit about your goals, they do, but at the same time, it makes no difference to them as to whether you achieve it or not. They'll still be there. Yeah. But if you find the right yeah. friends, you know, you saying I'm going to Ireland and I'm saying do it, you know, that's, that's a step in the right direction. You have that guidance and that friend who can say to you, Go and do it. It makes no difference to me whether you went or not. <laughs> like, it, it didn't make a difference. Yeah. I'm happy that you've made that choice now. But when you told me that, that's your path. I'm still mm -hmm. going to be here regardless of whether you decide to go to whether you decided to go to Ireland or whether you decided to stay here. Um, yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And I think I think it's really important to always go back to having those constants whether that's like yeah. you say you know we we're talking about you know having your numbers goal your quantitative goals of like i want to achieve this or get this result but then also having the constant of i want to be i don't know i want to be a good person you know i want to give back i want to be happy like ha sticking to those values that are always going to be there and then at the same time like recognizing the constants in your life that are the people around you and the relationships and yeah. the people that will always be there for you and 
for who you are not what you do you know regardless of what you end up doing or where you what you end up choosing to do with your life like they'll always be there for you yeah um, absolutely. i think having constants in both those senses are extremely important to to you know whether that's goal setting or whether that's just life in general i think just well-being absolutely absolutely sir and with that if you have nothing more to add i reckon that's a wrap on season two episode 36 of into the unknown do you have anything thank you else very to say? much for well i just want to say thank you for coming back guys and i hope that we can continue to be your constant in your life our absolutely. voices in your ears alongside the voices of uh some really exciting guests like we say that we've got lined up in the very near future and if you do like the episodes uh please like share follow dm us on instagram we also have a function on spotify now i don't know if people have noticed where they can like basically say what they liked about the episode i don't i don't even know if you knew about that i found about this like literally a couple weeks ago when um when M commented on one of the episodes, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Let me just have a look now. It's called, um, where is it? Can't even find it now. But basically, you can you can just say like, what what oh. did you th- what did you like about this episode? Have you seen it? Oh, reply! You can reply. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Question huh? answer. What did you think about this episode? Yeah, so if you oh, guys have I any think, questions. I think we can edit we can edit the questions. Yes, yeah, I think we can. Oh, that's amazing. So wow. that's kind of our bid this year is we want to kind of get a bit more engaged with our audience. Uh, now that we're obviously growing and we do have kind of a constant like 25 30 people that listen to this every week and we are super thankful for that and we want to try to try and encourage them to be a bit bit more vocal in the way that we want this podcast to go guests that they'd like to get on conversations that we'd like to have we also want to have like a listener q a so questions that they'd submit and so on and so forth so make sure that you check the bottom of the episode uh and I, th- I think I'm not sure if it's anonymous. I don't know, but we'll see it. We're not going to tell anyone unless you don't want to. Uh, <laughs> and if you really don't want to put it on there, then just get in touch on Instagram. Uh, and um, guys, 2023, if you need any help setting some goals, hopefully this episode helped. Um, it's going to be a great year for Happy all New of us. Year. Happy New Year. Love and guidance. The first step of entering into the unknown. Peace. Thank you so much for joining us into the unknown. Uh, if you want to connect with us and get in touch, you can find out more about me at Stoke Strength Systems on Instagram and Connor Lift Stuff for my business page. And you can find me at at yushan.su.eventing on Instagram, yushan.su.eventing on Facebook, and suyushaneventing.com. And if you want to get a bit more engaged, Uh, with our community and you liked this episode please like and subscribe uh, follow on the on on spotify and we'd also love to hear your thoughts on this episode's topics so please drop them in the comments catch you next week